0: Blessings الله not Alaikum. It is Tuesday, the eleventh of January, two thousand and twenty-two. In our series, Reflections on the Holy Quran, this is broadcast number two hundred <coughs> and ninety-one, uh, and at this time we are discussing the meanings of the words of uh, chapter 2 and Bakara verse 97 and this is the fifth broadcast about the words of uh, chapter 2 verse 97. Just to remind you that uh, that these broadcasts are brought to you by the Lahore the community which was created by Hazrat Mirza Ahmed Sahib. <coughs> and uh, he told us that although people say that uh, a prophet can come after the Holy Prophet Muhammad this is totally wrong because the Quran says that the Holy Prophet was khatam Nabiyi, And the Holy Prophet explained that this means La-Nabiyya-Badi. will is no prophet after. So now no prophet can come, whether an old one or a new one. However, when the Ummah needs guidance, then God will send reformers, mujaddids, and uh, they will then tell people what it is that they are doing wrong, and this will, of course, lead to disagreement. And Hazrat Mirza Ghulam taught that you know people are very keen to rush and call uh, each other kafirs and heretics and and, and so on. And this is totally wrong because the Holy Prophet Muhammad said that if one reciter of the Kalima says to another reciter of the Kalima that you are not a Muslim, you are a Kafir, then it is the person saying it who is the heretic, who is the Kafir. So strict was the Holy Prophet in this regard. And uh, similarly, Azra was taught that uh, astonishingly some people say that some prophetic revelation has been missed out from the Holy Quran. Like uh, Ayar Rajim and Surah Walayt and so on. But he said this is totally wrong because Allah says that he revealed the Holy Qur'an and he will protect and guard it. So how can anything be missed from And he also told that although people believe that um, some verses of the Holy Qur'an are abrogated, this is totally wrong, no verse of the Holy Qur'an was Is or ever shall be abrogated. The Quran is complete and perfect. And he also taught that jihad is a fundamental duty of every single Muslim. And it is the Holy Prophet's definition of jihad that we need to look at. When returning from fighting, the Holy Prophet Muhammad said, From the minor jihad, we return to the major jihad, and then explained that the major jihad is a struggle to control your own desires and your own emotions. So, with that, let us turn to the Chapter of the Holy Quran that uh, the verse of the Holy Quran rather that we are going to think about today. (laughs) بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل من Most Merciful. Say, if you were Say whoever is an enemy of Gabriel, for surely he revealed it to your heart by Allah's command. Verifying that which is before it and a guidance and glad tidings for the believers. Today we are going to look at the word Musaddiqan. So, let me find my notes on the computer. There we are. The root of this word, as you know, Arabic language is based on roots, triliteral roots generally. And the root of this word is fad, dal, and kaf. And uh, it occurs in the Holy Quran. The words made from this root occur in the Holy Quran hundred and fifty-five times and uh, there are nineteen words made from this root. So 59 times we have the word Saadik that appears in the Holy Quran, Saadik 59 times. And uh, uh, nineteen times Musaddik. and ten times no, fifteen times Sadaka and ten times Sadaka and oh, actually fourteen times Sidk. And uh, ten times we've done, and then what do we have here? Uh, Eight times, sadaqat, and uh, six times the sadaqa, and five times sadaqat, and five times sixty, and so on, and then there are some more words which occur once or twice um, so i leave those and uh, so that is the root of uh, this uh, word as it occurs here And now let us uh, uh, look at what they mean. As Sidg, this is the opposite of Al Kizbu, and both of them relate to uh, a statement that is made and. uh, Obviously, a statement that's made can only relate to the past or the present but uh, in this a promise about something to do with the future is also included. So uh, obviously, you know, it's like someone promises they'll come to see you tomorrow Until. They break that promise, you can't tell whether they were telling the truth or not. It, it can be that, you know, when they said it, they were telling the truth. But for some reason they couldn't do it, something happened. But that, that also leads to that example, another thing, and that is that that uh, uh, There is the truth in what you say, and there's the truth in what you do. So, the real truth is, when both your statement and your action are buried out. And uh, God says that uh, in chapter 4 verse uh, 122 Woman أَسْدَقُ مِنَ اللَّهِ Who is more truthful in what he says than God. And then we have uh, Now, then we have the word based on this root and that then takes us to what I was saying just now and that is that uh, what you have in your heart and what is in your tongue they should be compatible it should be the same for example if someone for some reason says Muhammadun Rasulullah Well now the statement is true but the point is is it just on his tongue or is it in his heart and mind as well? Is he saying it for some gain or avoid something? So if there isn't this compatibility between the heart and the tongue, that although the statement you make may be true, but you can say you still lying. And the Quran, when he, the, the Holy Quran refers to the hypocrites, in chapter sixty-three verse one it says, Nashadu inna qala and they say that they bear witness that you are the Rasul, the messenger of Allah. But despite the fact that the statement is true, they are called lies because they are saying we bear witness is a lie. Then we have the word asidiko. Now people say this means a person who is incapable of telling an untruth. Some others say, you know, someone who speaks um, truth. Um, but others say no. This applies to someone who's incapable, who's never uh, uttered an untruth, who's incapable. And uh, others go further, they say that, you know, there, there are three parts. There is the statement, that should be true. Then there is what's in the heart, as we saw earlier belief. That must be compatible with what he is saying with his tongue, And thirdly, by his action, he must show So, we are having internet problems today for some reason. But anyway, we got the connection back without losing much, I hope. Chapter 19, verse 41. The Holy Quran refers to Hazrat Ibrahim, the prophet Abraham. Ibrahim, inna Kana. Siddiq al-Nabiyya chapter 19 verse 41 and uh, Abraham without doubt was a Siddiq was truthful and a truth and, and a prophet or a truthful prophet and so on now see if you look at the meaning of the word Siddiq as I said, <clears throat> I prefer the interpretation that someone who is incapable of lying. So here is the Holy Qur'an saying that Hazrat Ibrahim is not capable of an untruth. Okay, now. And yet we have this hadith and there is a great debate about this hadith and uh, Uh, people check uh, the, uh, you know, those who uh, uh, related the sadis and the chain of narrators and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then says, Hazrat Ibrahim lied three times. That contradicts the Holy Quran, which says that the Prophet Abraham was incapable of telling a lie. He always told the truth. And in fact, the Holy Prophet himself warned Muslims and he said, look, you know, if a statement is attributed to me and it contradicts, uh, it is contradictory to the Holy Quran, then reject it. I can't have said it. And a lot of complications arise by people saying, well, you know, Hadith comes first and... Uh, we need to interpret the Quran in, in the light of the Hadith. Why do complications arise? If, if you look at the sequence when things happen, the Holy Prophet received a revelation and it would be written down immediately. People would learn it off by heart. The Holy Prophet would say, where in the Holy Quran it is to be added, then people would learn it by heart. And if you're going to learn something by heart, you need a sequence. You can't learn things by heart unless there is a sequence. So, okay. But this was done immediately in the Holy Prophet's presence. And the Quran was recited, the whole of the Quran uh, was recited during Ramadan. But hadiths, they didn't start writing the hadith until 90 years after the Holy Prophet Muhammad had passed away. This is why we have this chain of narrators, A said to B, who said to D, who said to E, who said to F, that the Holy Prophet Muhammad told me or whatever. So, you were memory dependent. I'm not saying people lied deliberately. And also the context, we don't know the context. Someone might be relating truthfully the words he heard, but it may be that he missed the words that went before and that came after, for some reason. If he came halfway through a sentence, what he is relating may be true. The Holy prophet might be saying, it is untrue to say that prophet Abraham lied three times. He miss, misses the first bit, it's untrue to say. All he hears is, prophet Abraham lied three times. What he is saying is what he heard. That's perfectly correct. But because he didn't hear the whole thing, the meaning is turned upside down. And we have in chapter 5, verse 75, about uh, Mary, mother of Jesus, And his mother was Siddiqa. Now you see, compare that with the uh, verse of the Holy Qur'an about Hazrat Ibrahim they both share this quality and yet Hazrat Ibrahim is a prophet and Mary is not. So you can share qualities with prophets. It doesn't make you a prophet. <laughs> وَمِنَنْ نَبِيِّنَا تَصِدِّيَّا قِينَا Chapter 4 verse 29. Sorry about that. My tongue appears to have had a brain of its own. So, <clears throat> here we have Siddiq and Shohada. I mentioned with the prophets because we can't be prophets, they share some qualities with them. A prophet is a Siddiq, incapable of telling a lie. A Siddiq is the same thing and so on. So just because you share some attributes with a prophet, it doesn't make you a prophet. And this uh, uh, word, truthfulness, also applies to your actions. For example, if a person is thought to be very brave and so on, and he gives battle and he gives battle bravely, then you will say, Sadaka, Fil Tital. He was true in the battle. That is, that the, his attribute, he was true to his attribute. He was regarded as brave and he was brave. But unfortunately, if he wasn't, then you'd say, fil kita. Then, then it was time to fight. He turned out to be untruthful. Why? Well, he was regarded as brave. Maybe he even claimed to be brave. But when it was put to the test, his actions betrayed him. This goes back to what I was saying to you earlier on, that, you know, there there are three aspects and everything must be there for someone to be totally truthful. There is what's in your heart. There is what's in your on, it is what's on your tongue, and then there is how you behave. You may be saying what is in your heart, but if you don't put that into action, it's still not 100% true. This is why God specifically says in chapter 33, verse 23, Rijanum sadaku maa Hadullaha alaih there are such people who fulfill the promise they made to God. And the Quran also says, Allah Sadiqina an So, yes, the Quran says, they are speaking the truth. But ask them: Are their actions compatible with what they are saying? And you see this in many, in many uh, places. I mean, recently we had a snowstorm uh, in uh, <coughs> a place in Pakistan called Murray and. Uh, it's very popular, 100,000 people turned out because, you know, snow was predicted and uh, they wanted to see snow and all this kind of thing. And it turned out to be a horrible blizzard and a storm and so on and trees were knocked down, etc. And people got stuck and the temperature plummeted to minus eight or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> they went and they tried to book a room. And uh, the room that normally costs five thousand rupees, they were asking forty thousand rupees for one night for it. Now people say, "Well, Quran says that you know you should," uh, and we'll come to this later on as well. You you should help the needy, etc., etc. And this might be in their heart; it might be in their tongues, on their tongues, but you know. Are they are they actually putting it into practice? So <clears throat> and that is the point that the Holy Quran makes which people miss. For example, in church, uh, 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 for example in chapter thirty nine, verse thirty three, the Holy Quran says, Well bihi." That means that the person who brings the truth to the people but then he acts on it as well. So there is compatibility between his actions, his deeds and his what he says. So, and there is a great um, regard for people who uh, do this, that is, that what is in their hearts is on their tongues and what is on their tongues is what they actually do. Um, now, the word sadhaka also comes from this. In fact, as sa means true friendship and in chapter 26 verse 101, the Holy Quran says On that day there will be no one who will be able to in- intercede on your behalf and no friends Chapter twenty six verse one oh one Min Shafi Wala Hamim Chapter forty three verse sixty seven. He repeats the same thing, those who are very close friends, at that day they will be each other's enemies. And then we have the word as-sadakat which means charity. Of course charity is of two kinds, that is the car which is compulsory and then There is uh, sadaka which is additional. So, and sometimes sadaka includes zakat, as the Holy Quran says in chapter 9, verse 103 khuz min amwalihim sadaka, and accept the zakat, the sadaka. From there uh, well. in Namas Sadaka to Lil Charity is for the poor. Here the word sadaqa and it means zakat and it means Sadhka Extra. Charity. Fala Saddaka, Wala Falla. This foolish person, (coughs) he neither gave Sadka, Saddaka, nor did he pray. Here again, the word is used to mean Zakat. Inna al Musaddiqeena, Wal Musaddiqat chapter 57, verse 18 and the men who give in charity and the women who give in charity and that includes all kinds of charity. Similarly, if you injure someone, then you are entitled to inflict the same level of injury on that person. But the, per, the the one who forgives, there is greater reward for him. That's chapter 5, verse 45. For men, the Saddaka, be he for kafaratun kaffaratun, tullahu. And uh, the same thing is said about. If you've given someone loan, so it's your right to take it back. But you give up that right. If uh, the person who owes you money is in difficulty, give him time until his circumstances is better. Or if you can just write off the loan, write it off, that's better for you. The خَيْرُ اللَّكُ So that is, to forgive this person who owes you money. And the Holy Prophet said, "Ma And if someone's animals or you know, camels and horses and whatever, they go in, into some field and eat the grass or whatever, then that too is Sadka. Same is said to be uh, for compensation. If a person kills another, then uh, he can be punished, or he can pay compensation to the deceased's family, or they can forgive him. And the family, if they forgive him, the Quran says, have given sadqa, Chapter 4, verse 92. إِلَّا <speaking in Hebrew> So, that is sadqa. We have overrun our time. So, uh, I will take my leave of you with the prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah keep all of you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz, goodbye.